Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Running your safe space. Get you a little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. Uh, let's get the housekeeping out the way. Uh, at first off is our uh, Clubhouse Patreon members uh, with big Mr. Hoppy Hopperson, our truck driving friend. We have Christopher DeMars. We have Z Palmer, Miss Lauren Stimson, Roy S. Don't ever uh, mistake Roy S. for Roy P. Roy S. is our uh, race car driver. My favorite girl from down under, JoJo. We have Kaylee Norris, Natasha A. Up in the great state of Washington. And we have uh, the OG member, Melissa Holstein. We uh, appreciate and love all our Patreons. Except for except for Chad Jenga. We don't love him. Uh, cheap bastard. But, yeah. <laughs> Just picking on him. Christmas time coming up. If you like a cigar or want to give a great cigar as a gift, go to MyPatriotCigar.com. Use MotorCop15 as uh, the promo code. MotorCop15. And that will get you 15% off your entire order. You know, if you order $100 or more, you get free shipping. So go check out MyPatriotCigar.com. If you ever want any, uh, go go check out the... Uh, the new webpage, uh, www.motorcopchronicles.com. It also has links in the bottom to, uh, to all the social media, the Etsy store, all that stuff like that. So you can go follow us there. Send likes and reviews. Uh, it helps. All of it helps. Every little bit helps. If you leave a five-star review on uh, Apple, I'll definitely shout it out. Go uh, like and review the page if you're watching live shows and stuff like that. Hit them little bells so you'll know when I do go live because I do live sometimes just doing escorts or sometimes just driving home on a motorcycle. So if you're going to join up with us on that, uh, please do. Other than that, we're just going to, uh, I usually do these news stories like on a live show, but it's late. Uh, 
figure we're just going to talk about them so the audio people don't have to uh, say what, what the hell are they talking about on some of the pictures and stuff. This first story I'm going to talk about here is uh, it's it's totally messed up, and uh, seriously, seriously pisses me off really, really bad. Uh, just just happened uh, just a few days ago. Uh, uh, they had a DOTD worker who uh was a retired Baton Rouge city cop who got uh murdered and uh he was like one of the, uh one of the uh like motorist assist- assistant people uh stuff like that uh and it's just <laughs> it's messed up motor assistance people just go to help people and this man I think was 73 74 years old retired Baton Rouge City cop uh We'll, we'll listen to the news story. Here we go. Name, and tonight we're working to learn more about the man accused of stabbing that DOTD worker to death yesterday. State police say 31-year-old Ruben Dorado was shot and killed by deputies when he refused to stop the attack on Guillory. News News Best Casterly reports. I can't explain this. This can't be explained. Following the stabbing death of a state roadside assistance worker, DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson says they're looking into additional safety precautions but isn't sure what that will look like. You know, their, their protection really is retro-reflective gear. Um, it's hard-toe shoes. It's a hard hat, depending on where they are. Um, it's their truck. It's the attenuator. It's the cones. Um, those are the things that they use to protect themselves. And we're going to assess to see what else could be done to ensure that they're safe. I don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, and it's just disappointing that we're now going into a whole different direction of public safety. State police say Miami resident Ruben Dorado attacked and killed 66-year-old Daryl Guillory on the side of I-10 yesterday. Guillory, who worked for the Motorist Assistance Program, had pulled over near the 415 exit to help Dorado, who for reasons unknown began stabbing Guillory with a screwdriver. Dorado was shot and killed by a sheriff's deputy when he refused to stop the attack. Though Guillory was a retired police sergeant, as a map driver, Wilson says he wasn't adequately prepared for this sort of danger. You can't control these things. You can't. All right. That'll piss you off right there that, you know, we'll probably never, probably never have a reason why he attacked him with a screwdriver and killed him. This man, uh, like I said, this man dedicated his entire life even retirement the public service helping people and to be taken out like that by some just piece of shit dirt bag uh for 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 no reason i'm sure they'll the family or whatever they'll be, oh he had mental issues or he had this they'll make a hundred excuses up in the world of why you know this piece of shit did that i i, I don't want to hear their, their damn excuses if he was that mental, why the fuck were you letting him drive across, you know, from Miami to here? It's not like it's around the corner. So I don't want to hear no excuses. He's a piece of shit. Killed this man that stopped to try to help him because he thought he was broke down. What a horrific way to go. Right before the holidays, right before Thanksgiving, this family is going to have to bury this man that has done nothing in his entire life but help people. 
I, what I am happy, I'm happy that that they they ventilated this piece of shit. I hope they pumped him full of so many freaking holes. It was ridiculous. I hope they unloaded a mag on him. Oh, I'm not gonna be polluted. I'm getting ready. You know, I'm about. I know where I'm about to go, and I hope you know that wherever he is burning in hell. I hope the devil is fucking him in the ass with a big spike with his big fucking spiky devil dick. Just ripping the shit out of his asshole. And I hope it hurts every fucking single day for eternity on this piece of shit. Because, I mean, <laughs> there's there's no excuse. To me, there, there's no excuse. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the family boo-hoo and yang-yang or anything else like that. There's no excuse. Sorry. I feel sorry for this old man. I feel sorry for his family. I don't feel sorry for the family or the the bad guy person because obviously something's fucked up. Uh, They did a little memorial thing where he ate lunch a lot and stuff like that. Hell, I've probably ran into this man because I travel a lot, work a lot on the interstate system and stuff like that and uh there's a good chance I've met this man before. I mean, he's just out there trying to help. He gets stabbed with a screwdriver. Which is going to get to the point where they're not going to go out and help unless they have a police escort with them. Kind of negates the point of having motorist assistance, don't it? Damn upside down world. Next, uh, this happened in Ascension Parish. Uh, a mom and daughter got arrested uh, at an Ascension Parish gas station over a shooting from a fight they went looking for around Dutchtown. We've been hearing a lot about Dutchtown lately. Yeah, that's a small community. A woman and her adult daughter, now here's our favorite word, everybody, allegedly went to the gas Ascension Parish gas station looking to fight someone before what happened? Gunfire happened that's what happened because motherfuckers can't fist fight no more the sheriff's office said there on thir- just, just this thursday this past thursday that a 40 year old rasha pointer 40 year old woman now and a 21 year old uh, i guess rashana pointer mother and daughter both from the great city of uh, baton rouge go figure they're both facing charges. They also had a small child with them when they went up there and did this. Uh, Roshana, or however you say her name, turned herself in Thursday, and they arrested her mom on Monday. The sheriff's office said more arrests are possible. The shooting happened shortly after 6 p.m. on a Tuesday in a parking lot along Old Jefferson Highway, just south of the interstate. The two reportedly went to the gas station, planning to fight with another group of women. Uh, Risha allegedly pulled out a gun during the brawl and started shooting, hitting another woman multiple times. The daughter was booked with principal to attempted second-degree murder, principal to illegal use of a weapon, two counts of principal to aggravated damage to property, simple battery, disturbing a peace, and child desertion. Her mother, you know, setting a great example for her daughter 
and her grandchild was booked for attempted second-degree murder, illegal use of weapons, two counts of aggravated damage to property, simple battery, disturbing peace, and child desertion. Also, uh, don't give a bond amount or anything like that. But I don't know. What do you say, you know? Family that kills together stays together. I think I said that before. I mean, come on. Mom and daughter, and, and you're going to go out over probably what? Over what? That's what I want to know. What what, would it, what, what, what did, was worth trying to kill somebody over? A man? Some drugs? She disrespected you? What? I guarantee you wasn't. And you had a child there with you? You're going to pull out a gun and just start shooting her. The world we living in right now. What are we living in? At least nobody, no, nobody not involved in gets shot. Nobody died. That's what I think is funny is uh, recently the the mayor and stuff in Baton Rouge are like, excuse me. They they made a comment recently. Oh well, the murder rate's down this year. Yeah, the murder rate may be down. It's murder. Why don't we count the amount of people that have been shot that did not die and see if that numbers went down or up? Because I, I'm not a betting man because I don't like gambling, but I'd put some, some money down on that. Because I guarantee the people, a number of people that have been shot and not died has went through the roof. We're just lucky enough these motherfuckers don't hear what they're shooting at and aren't, aren't accurate with their bullets. That's the only thing we're lucky about. On to the next one. This is a whole uh, 14-year-old, a 14-year-old kid now. He's just indicted on a murder charge that happened back in January. We probably talked about it. This was in Plaquemine, Louisiana. A 14-year-old was indicted on murder charges Monday for killing a 17-year-old back in January. Uh, 17-year-old Tremont McGinnis was found shot inside his Plaquemine home and taken to a hospital where he later died. The parents said they heard a loud noise in the night but weren't sure what time. Around 4.30 a.m., his father left home from work and saw his child laying on the couch and assumed he was sleeping which most parents would later that day the 14 year old Levante Riley was detained and questioned about the crime more than 10 months later a grand jury charged Riley with second degree murder illegal possession of a weapon and obstruction of justice of course they haven't released a picture of him because he's a juvenile I do not know if they're going to try this uh, little murdering bastard as, a, as an adult or not but if you're shooting and killing people <clears throat> while they're laying down sleeping at 14 years old, you're a cold-hearted, cold-hearted fucking killer at 14. Uh, we just better hope they keep him locked up for a long, long time because he's going to kill other people or possibly more. So it's 14, 14 years old. What kind of raising? What kind of what, what do you what do you think the parents are raising? What, what are these parents teaching them? Or parent? Who knows? What are you teaching your kids? You're not raising them. <clears throat> Obviously, you're not doing it right. And I know, I know. Sometimes you can be the best parent in the world, parents in the world, and kids still turn out bad. But th- th- that can happen. But the majority of them don't. The 
we have all these kids out here committing these heinous murders and attempted murders and stuff like that. They're not being raised correctly. I, I, that's my opinion anyway. All right, let's uh, head back into Baton Rouge. <clears throat> this, believe it or not, you can't even go eat pizza in peace anymore. This happened at a Chuck E. Cheese on Segan Lane in Baton Rouge over an alleged credit card theft. The police responded to a fight at Chuck E. Cheese on Segan Lane after two parties got into an argument. And one person said they were going to get a gun. Because how do we solve problems now? Do we solve them with our fists? Do we solve problems by sitting down and having a a discussion like adults could do? Nope. We discuss stuff with lead now. Because in this society, we don't know how to fucking talk to each other no more. According to the sources, the fight started when one person stole another person's credit card. One of the parties told... The other, they were going to come back with a gun. Police were called, and the situation was under control. It was unclear if anyone was arrested. Uh, it's, really? First thing, I'm going to get a gun. Okay. First, first let, let's say this first. Let, how about we don't steal people's stuff? Because thieves are just low-life pieces of shit. Stop taking shit that's not yours. But you know what? Your first instinct shouldn't, especially in a place, especially in a place that probably was filled up with kids because it's Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, come on. A grown person don't say, hey, it's our first day. You want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? No, you don't. It's a kid's place. So, And, and then you're going to say you're going to go get a gun in this place filled up with kids. What happened if the other person went had a gun and said, oh, no, you're not, and pulled out a gun and started shooting with all these kids in there? Fucking stupid. Stop stealing. Stop shooting. I mean, it's just, it's asinine. People are fucking asinine. We're going to, oh, this happened. We're going back to Ascension Parish. Police identified a suspect on the run after Gonzalez shooting that left the high schooler dead. Police are asking for the public's help to find a suspect involved in the shooting death of a high school senior outside of Gonzalez gas station last week. I believe we talked about it. According to Gonzalez Police Department, Jamal Mall Holloway, Mall is his, or Mal or however you say it is his uh, street name, I guess, is wanted for his involvement in the murder of a 17-year-old. The shooting happened November the 11th, just outside the Fuel Smart on South Burnside Avenue. Darville was shot when he was caught in the middle of a brawl between two groups of juveniles that started with a social media feud because that just, just, just fucking stupid. Officer said he was not involved in the fight, but he was trying to mediate. So he was trying to sound like break up the fight, tell him to stop fighting or whatever. And uh, he's a uh, police officer said Holloway is known to frequent the Bishop Woods area of Gonzalez. Anyone with information to the whereabouts of Jamal Holloway is urged to contact the Gonzalez Police Department at 225-621-8300. Uh, I'm sure there's a reward. If we were live, I'd show you a picture of him. They do have a picture of a Jamal. And uh, he's just, <laughs> it's fucking, 
high school kids, man, high school kids, 17-year-old dead. And this kid sounded like he was trying to do the right thing and possibly break up the fight. And what did he get? He gets murked for it. Of course, you know, Mr. Big Bad Shooter Man, he's out, he's running around. Turn yourself in, man. Because, I mean, you're going to get caught eventually. Or, or don't turn yourself in. Keep going on to do what you're doing. And when the police do catch up with you and, and, you know, go to arrest you, you know, make a mistake and point the gun at them. Save the tax tape to pack, uh, taxpayers some money. But no, you're not going to do that. Probably because you're a pussy. So, yeah, I said it. I said it. Yeah, let's go on to the next one. Because you know here in good old Louisiana, we love, we love shooting each other. We love killing each other. Uh, this is two people got arrested after a 13-year-old was shot and killed. 13 years old. Now, I do know what's happened in this story. This was uh, not on purpose. This was an accidental shooting. The problem was, I mean, when you're shooting guns, you're responsible for that bullet. You're responsible for every bullet that comes out of that gun. It's just the way it is. So, uh, from what I understand, let me get back to the story. My finger hit it. This happened in New Roads, Louisiana. Two men got arrested after a 13-year-old boy was struck and killed by a stray bullet uh, while they were out target practicing. The Point Capiche Sheriff's Office said the incident happened around 5 p.m. on the Mississippi River levee. The 13-year-old was riding his four-wheeler on the levee when he was hit by a stray bullet from uh, Quentin Lenard's second 31 and Donnell Fran- Francisco or Francis Jr. 33, who were sighting in rifles. See, what I understand on this is uh, they were shooting. They were down by the river. And they were shooting at the levee. They turned around and shooting at the levee. Instead of shooting towards the water. Most people don't realize, unfortunately, how bullets will work. Uh, we have actually on uh, some training I've done in the past when I was uh, SWAT and stuff like that. They were, We had some old, old vehicles that we used to shoot up and stuff. They would put like balloons and shit on the opposite side underneath the car and you basically had to shoot at the ground and like kind of ricochet a bullet off to go underneath the car just to show that you could do it uh when we're going down walls if you're going like especially a school or a house you see them in the movies uh you know hugging the wall you, you want to stay at least you know about six inches Six to eight inches off of the wall while you're going, to, where you're move, making, where you're moving down the hallway. Why? If a bad guy reaches out and shoots down at that bullet, can ricochet and travel, travel right down that wall. And if you're right up against the wall, you could get hit. Anyway, instead of being turned around, shooting towards the water, which would have been much safer for them, they would turn around shooting at the levee using the guess. They thought they were using the levee itself as uh, 
like a berm, like if you're a farmer, like a, like a dirt berm. Problem was, the kid was going by, from what I understand, riding his four-wheeler. He heard, you know, I guess I don't know why he stopped or whatever, how, but they were shooting at the levee. They shot, the bullet traveled, like ricochet traveled up the levee and hit the kid and killed him. First of all, you should be paying attention what is uh, behind you, I mean in front of you, because, uh, you know, just like driving, but... uh Obviously, so this kid is, this poor child is dead. These men have to, hopefully they have a conscience, and they have to live with it. And like I said, it's right around the holidays, unfortunately, and now you have a family member that has lost their 13-year-old, and you have two other people that are in jail that might, they might be great guys. They might be great guys. You know, I don't know them. I, like I said, I don't think they did anything on purpose. Probably it's, and the kid ended up dead. You're responsible for the bullet. So if you got target practice, remember that. Pay attention to what's behind the target. So on to the next one. Uh, we had a, a rapper, a local rapper, tied to deadly double shooting along a rural stretch of the Amy River. Uh, they've had a lot of rappers get killed and stuff this past year. Uh, being a rapper must be really fucking dangerous. Or just they're really stupid. I'm I'm going with the stupid part. I like some rap music. Uh, I don't like that mumble rap shit and stuff. And I'm not too much into gangster crap. I'm more the old school. Back when we were in DMC and stuff was. I mean, I listen to some new stuff, but not much. Uh, but anyway, these rappers for some reason I don't know if they believe their own shit or what, but they're either getting killed or getting arrested for killing somebody. This happened in uh. Very, very small parish uh, in St. Helena Parish. You know, this rapper who was known around town as uh, his rap name was Monkey. You know, and he is wanted in the connection with a deadly double shooting back in October. They said the rapper, whose real name is Jermaine King, was involved in the shooting death of one person and the shooting and injuring of another person on Calmes Road. Cummings Road is a stretch of road between sand and gravel pits along LA-63. The sheriff's office has not yet released the shooting victims' names. They described King as a very violent person with a history of involvement in violent crimes. He has outstanding warrants from September 7th for possession of a stolen firearm, illegal use of a firearm, and aggravated assault. He's also wanted on charges of armed robbery and murder for another incident. No further details in the case was that those cases were provided. They say he is from Baker, Louisiana, has ties to Baton Rouge and St. Helena. King should be considered armed and dangerous, according to the sheriff's office. And now he's uh, wanted also now for armed robbery, attempted armed robbery, murder, and attempted armed robbery and aggravated battery upon his arrest. Uh, this dude, serious menace to society here. Uh, looking at a picture of him, don't look like a real bright guy. I went on YouTube and stuff like that and tried to see, uh, I ain't sound no rap. He must be a real local rapper and because uh, I couldn't find anything on him at all. Rap wise, uh, sure it probably sucks anyway. And uh, if unfortunately, they'll probably you know make a deal with this piece of shit, and he won't do that much time when he is caught. And uh, 
he'll be back on the streets trying to kill more people because uh, obviously his mentality is not where it needs to be. This next story here, it is like, <laughs> this story is fucked up. And as I said before, I'm getting, I'm getting, it's getting real aggravating uh, the amount of uh, law enforcement people that are doing stupid, fucked up shit and getting themselves arrested. We have a hard enough time as it is now uh, with a bad stigma on us in law enforcement and everything else. To be having these dumbass cops. I don't even know how these motherfuckers got in law enforcement. There's, some of these people are so stupid. I'm just glad they're getting caught, you know. And the old cliche saying that every good cop hates a bad cop. I mean, yeah, it's true. But I don't know how these people are getting hired. They make us take, you know, all these freaking tests now and, and all this other shit, you know, supposedly, you know, to see if you, you know, can mentally or if you got a, you know, possibly homicidal tendencies or something like that. Well, obviously it ain't working, is it? Uh, so anyway, this one. Uh, deputy constable. I mean, they're not. They're in law enforcement, but it's not like a cop. Cop. A deputy counsel in Baton Rouge was a constable was arrested and fired after what did they do? They were kicking and spitting on another cop. There's a picture of this person up here too. Uh, it, it looked like a dude at first, but uh, it, it's a female. Baton Rouge police officers arrested and charged a Baton Rouge deputy constable with disturbing the peace and resisting an officer after she allegedly kicked and spit on, at him. Officers arrested Jambrinka, I, I'm guessing that's how you say it, uh, Jabrinka Roberts, and charged her with disturbing the peace, resisting an officer, and battery on an officer, and theft. It happened on November the 13th. Police department responded to South Sherwood Forest Drive at the Daiquiri Cafe. I mean, that place was still open at around 2 a.m., closing time. At about uh, a shooting and a fighting in the parking lot. So somebody actually squeezed the fucking round off. Was it this person? By the time the officers arrived, the fighting had ended and the majority of the customers had left the area. Officers saw three women arguing with two male employees. The men were asking the women to leave, but they refused because they didn't want to, I guess. And we just do what we fucking want to do nowadays in this world. We don't, some people think they don't have rules. According to the arrest documents, one woman said she was trying to find her cell phone. Well, bet you should have kept up with your shit. Roberts is then accused of walking up to the men in a hostile way, pointing and using profanities. Oh, you stupid motherfucking shit, blah, blah, I'm sure she was saying. That's when officers told Roberts to go to her car, where she told the officers, fuck that car, after allegedly continuing to be loud and belligerent. Authorities told the group of women to go to their car. Two other women attempted to grab Roberts and told her to go to the car. But she allegedly violently pushed them away. So obviously, this woman allegedly can't handle her alcohol and turns into a biatch when she is fucking drunk. Officer said they could smell 
alcohol on Roberts. When one of the officers tried to arrest her, she started to pull away. Thus, here we come with the resisting part. That's when officers had to force her into the police car before they could cuff her. I don't understand why they put her in the car before they could cuff her. Don't know. When officers started advising Roberts of her Miranda rights, she started, Fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck. The deputy constable was then transported to the police department where she allegedly fought officers at the precinct and refused to let them see her wallet to get her name. She also refused to tell them her name. Officials say Roberts was kicking so violently that her pants began to fall down her leg past her shoes. Uh, that's when we saw her cock. No, I don't know. She, she probably thinks she has a cock from the pictures I'm seeing. But anyway. While dealing with Roberts, she was belligerent and hostile. And she used profanities, calling me out by my name. The officer wrote in his report, I sustained a minor cut on my right pointer finger due to Roberts' actions. While in the back seat of my patrol car, Roberts spit through my cage and on my door. I must have an old school cage or something like that. My, I don't have one. I don't transport no more. But no, if I was a plexiglass, even with the side shields. When officers got a call about a cell phone that was taken from the daiquiri shop and it pinged at the police department. Hmm. How that happened, right? So this bitch stole somebody's phone also. The cell phone owner arrived at the precinct to claim her phone and told officers that three women at the daiquiri shop beat her up and she lost her phone in the process. The phone owner said she wanted to press charges on Roberts for taking her phone. Uh... Dunford with Karen did reach out to Baton Rouge Council's office for comment, but as of this report, no response yet. Oh, she and Roberts has been fired at the constable's office. I don't know how long she's been uh, employed there. This woman is a complete disgrace and should never be able to wear a badge. She probably should have never wear one in the first place if you're going to conduct yourself like this. <clears throat> I enjoy my, my whiskey. I enjoy drinking. Also, no, not to act like it. I don't go out and get drunk for one thing. And uh, if I do want to get drunk, I'll do it at home. But if you can't handle your alcohol, don't don't fucking get drunk. And you know you can't handle it before you get drunk because you've done, done stupid shit like this before. I'm just glad that uh, she's no longer employed. Uh, she's a disgrace to any badge that she uh, would put on. So fuck her. On to another law enforcement person that just people just can't seem to fucking do right now. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, it's like it's like the upside down world, Matrix glitching or something. Because this, this shit's just just totally fucked up. We're gonna go across the river to Port Allen, Louisiana. Sources told the news investigative unit. That the West Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office employee, Mandy Miller, admitted to stealing money after two different investigations began months ago tied to allegations that she was stealing. The sources that spoke to the news on, uh, you know, condition of anonymity said at least $150,000 was missing. So this woman just didn't steal just a little bit of money. 
and that's bad by itself, $150,000 of money. Uh, Manny Miller, who earns, now this is what I get now, she earns more than $70,000 a year at the West Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office for processing ticket payments. So basically she's a secretary, and she's making over 70000 a year. I guarantee they got people working on the street to carry guns out there that don't make that much. Uh, two months ago, she was placed on administrative leave with pay as the Louisiana Legislative Auditor launched an investigation in the district attorney's office and the state police. Uh, if there's a criminal activity, they will be prosecuted, the district attorney said. The public should be aware that they are checks and balances. This case involves the sheriff's office. Miller has been employed with that sheriff's office for at least 24 years. Calls to her, her attorney and her in the sheriff's office were not returned. Uh, they have said they had colleagues at the sheriff's office that want to know why the sheriff is allowing her to stay on payroll after she admitted to taking money. Uh, no charges have been filed yet. 150000 she stole. And this woman is making over $70,000 a year for processing tickets. Okay. Just fucking insane. Anyway, another thief. Anyway, this next one, we're across the bridge over here still in Port Allen. Port Allen's jumping lately, huh? This uh involved a car chase and uh, a man that was fleeing law enforcement. He got hurt in his car chase. How did he get hurt? Hmm, I don't know. Because he uh he jumped off the fucking bridge. They said the chase unfolded on LA one shortly before seven PM when deputies saw Jose Ramirez, Jose, uh driving near over eighty miles an hour down a nearby service road. Ramirez crashed the vehicle before jumping off the intercoastal canal bridge. Uh I guess he <laughs> Sorry. Authorities said Ramirez survived the fall and was taken to a hospital with what appears to be some broken bones. According to the sheriff's office, deputies suspected the man may have been an undocumented immigrant. No shit. Uh, once he's released from the hospital, he will be booked with uh, resisting an officer, reckless operation, aggravated criminal damage to property, improper lane usage. They should get him for uh, trespassing for jumping off the fucking bridge, too. Now, from what I understand, I've talked to some people that, you know, since, oh, he, he got a few, yeah, he got a few broken bones. Like, like I heard, like, it was like a 60-foot drop. I guess maybe he thought he was over water when he jumped. Oh, my bad. Uh, you missed the water, obviously. Hit the ground, 60 feet. They said one of his palms looked like it just exploded, uh, bone sticking out here. And uh going to find out. I uh, don't know if he's going to get released. From what I understand, he, uh, he was going to maybe not make it out of the hospital breathing anyway because I think he found uh, he is having some eternal bleeding issues going on and stuff like that. Hold on. I'm going to check my pockets here. Nope. Check my other pocket. Nope. Back pocket. Nope. I was checking for any fucks I could give about this piece of shit. 
seems like all my fun, not a lot of fucks to give. So, guess he's just shit out of fucking luck. Uh, don't run. Don't jump off of fucking bridges. Uh, he fucked around. He found out. And uh, when he jumped off the bridge and hit the land, that, that was called he met karma. Came to a dead, complete stop really fast. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I just, you know, call me a dick, an asshole. I don't give a fuck. Huh? Uh, you know, I, I just, I just don't have no feelings for that motherfucker. I mean, did it to himself. <laughs> Jumped off a fucking. So somebody actually say, "Why don't you jump off a bridge?" Well, he fucking did. No, that's uh. I saw a new, another news story pop up. That's all the ones I had written down for the evening. Uh, me and Hostera were going to do them the other day, but uh, ended up didn't do it. Uh, so, do have one on here? It says uh, a new one. Uh, Plaquemine police chief got uh, indicted by a grand jury, and they booked him for malfeasance in office. We'll see where that one goes. Police chief over there uh, is accused of uh, asking a girl to give him a blowjob, and he would drop the charges against her boyfriend. His word against her word. So, not really going to talk about that much, and we'll see how that turns out in court. Uh, got some uh, stuff going on with the food stamp cards. Saying, be careful with fraud on that. Here's one about another car chase. Two people uh, died this past Monday, yesterday afternoon, after a crash that stemmed from a police chase by uh, a sheriff's office. Sheriff's office said deputies were chasing a driver, a 27-year-old Benjamin Fontenot, along LA-16, who had outstanding felony warrants. Fontenot's truck hit another car along LA-16 near Sims Road. Two passengers in the truck, a 25-year-old, Colin Petrie and a 27-year-old Logan McDonald died at the scene. Fontenot and the occupants of the other vehicle were taken to the hospital. Upon his release from the hospital, Fontenot will be booked with two counts, negligent homicide, two counts of negligent injuring, yada, yada, yada. Driving under suspension, uh, all kind of stuff. They said the sheriff's office revealed the deadly crash was the result of the pursuit three hours after the wreck. Uh, they're trying to bash on the sheriff's office down here. Uh, let me explain something to you. Because I, I know where this story is, where this fucking news outlet is trying to say it's the sheriff's office's fault that these people got killed. No. I'm going to give you my my opinion on it. Of course, I'm I'm a cop. But, you know, I also call out cops and stuff in departments when I think they're doing, when my opinion, they're not doing right. They probably gonna get sued by the two dead people's family. You know, it's y'all's fault. Y'all were chasing them. Y'all could have just let them go and went and got them another time. Well, obviously, it takes a while because he had these warrants out for him, and obviously he's running, so he's not gonna go turn himself in. The person's fault. The reason that this two people died in the vehicle, passengers of the guy that was running. The reason they're dead is because shit for brains. Decided he didn't want to go to jail that day and he was going to run from the police. I'm just glad the innocent people did not get killed. They got hurt, they get killed. But uh, the only person, the person's fault for this crash is the per- the idiot that was running. 
Oh, y'all could just, you know, y'all don't have to chase them. If that's the case, if that's the case, if we say, okay, we'll be like Chicago. I mean, you got to get permission to fucking walk after somebody. If it's just a mandatory thing, oh, well, if you run, the cops won't chase you. Guess what? Every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry, when you go to arrest them or pull them over, are just they're just going to run. They're just going to run. Nobody will stop because then it's like, well, they can't chase me, so I'm just going to run. Yeah. Don't make much sense, does it? But the way times is, you know, they're going to try to blame the department. It's not the department's fault. It's the driver of that vehicle that was running his fucking fault. But that's just my opinion. What do y'all think? Or write an email. Drop a line or something. Let me know what y'all think about it. I don't believe it's the it's the driver's fault. Uh, Looks like they had a apparent murder-suicide in uh, Denham Springs. They're investigating today. A 74-year-old man reportedly killed a woman before shooting himself in the apparent murder-suicide Monday night. Investigators said the bodies were discovered around 10 p.m. Monday on Acadiana Avenue. The sheriff's office identified the two as a 73-year-old uh, Patricia Blue and a 74-year-old Carl Altazan. A few details were released about the shooting, but deputies said it appeared that Altazan shot Blue before killing himself. They said they had a report of uh, they got into an argument earlier that day. They were longtime acquaintances. Uh Alton has been arrested in 2016 and 19 for two different counts of uh, domestic violence. So this guy obviously was had a violent history. Unfortunately, now this lady's dead, and well, at least he is. So good for him for being dead, but not for the woman. Again, too close to the holidays for all this stuff. It's never good to be shooting and killing people, though. Oh, here we go, another one in Baton Rouge. Uh, an argument over social media posts lead, leads to a woman shooting at a car that had kids in it. So, last week or so, we've had two of these now. They arrested her Monday after the argument over social media posts prompted her to threaten another woman beating on the window of the car and shooting at the car. The victim was uh, Whitney McKee, McKay, 29. She arrived at her job and began threatening her over social media posts during the argument. The victim said McKay viciously, and that was the, the person doing it, not the victim. Viciously attacked in, uh, said McKay viciously attacked and beat her. She allegedly went back to her vehicle, grabbed a handgun, and used it to beat on the window of her Vehicle. The victim, along with the witness, also said that McKay shot the handgun at the victim's car, which had a 12-year-old child inside. She was booked on three counts for second, second, three counts for second attempted second-degree murder, one count of criminal damage to property, one count of a simple battery. I mean, what the fuck? If <laughs> the post, come on, people, come on, we got to do better. We have to do better. Uh, all right. Well, I, I they got some other ones, but I'm gonna we're, we're almost fifty minutes. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this extra one. Me going off and ranting and raving. 
Uh, this Sunday's episode, uh, I'll be putting out Will. I did have a guest interviewed him today. Great guy. Uh, he has his own uh, podcast and YouTube channel. We'll get into that, but that'll be uh, released Sunday. Uh, if you listen to this tonight or in the morning, it's already morning. Uh, uh, come back Wednesday night tonight uh, for the live show, 7 p.m. Central, and uh, come check that out. Uh, I know me and Holstera will be here. I believe Freebird should be here. I'm not sure who will be here being at Thanksgiving week. But come uh, come hang out with us with the live show. Vote on the Hot Nut Story and stuff like that. And uh, Everybody, uh, you know, till tomorrow, uh, stay safe, watch your back, watch your partner's back. And uh, remember, uh, don't lie, tell the truth, and uh, be the lion. I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit, I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit, I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit, I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up Everything I do, so instinctive and so passionate Every word I move, so descriptive like an adjective I got a vendetta against people who patented Being negative when you should be getting after it I got facts over facts over tracks This and that, spitting slow, spitting fast I could roast, I could gas, think I'm okay at last But I don't know if that can erase all the past And the pettiness, a reflection of the emptiness Hilarious, you think you're worth my time, you're delirious Mysterious, because you hide behind a fake exterior Inferior, you know I'll always be a bit superior Get off of me, this ain't no humble brag I want you to hear words, you can say them back I want you to feel free from the chains at last And to believe in what you got, it was built to last, yeah now that I've been put through hell I never got anyone's help I had to do it all myself I don't ever slow up No, I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up No, I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement Consequence of being incompetent Mental health is confidence Dreams and some honestness I'm not here to save the day That's for you to take away I could play a million mind games But instead I say Something not illogical Something that is typical Rub it on and watch it go Make yourself unstoppable Dreams are irresponsible But they're always possible If you just believe You could be so remarkable Thoughts in my head A collage and they spread I'll be great one day Going off of my meds No, I'm not giving up No, I'm not giving in I will make it to the top Taking off in the wind I gotta make I'm saving every day to taste it I'm patient, but my mind, it can hardly take it I'm chasing a dream that I've had for several ages of bacon Modern kingdom for the taking Now that I've been put through hell I never got anyone's help I had to do it all myself I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up